This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. This is Michael Jan Friedman, and you're listening to Cosmic Potato. Because Cosmic makes everything sound cooler, even potatoes. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. My name is Sean Ray and I am your humble host. And sitting across the virtual table from me is my friend and your not-so-humble co-host, Mr. John Irons. That's right, and what? (laughs) And joining us uh, once again in chair number three is Rick. How are you, sir? I'm better than both of you. (laughs) I mean... uh... I'm reasonably well, not blown away yet, so uh, uh, so far so good. We, uh, yeah, as as we're recording this, uh, th- this episode probably won't actually air until the beginning of October, but as we're recording this, uh, Rick is preparing for Hurricane Irma to hit uh, to hit Florida, so uh, our, our thoughts are with you, and uh, hopefully this time next week you, there won't be anything to report. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, before we get into our topic tonight, we're going to do the sequel. We did uh, that guy that was in that thing a few weeks ago, and we're going to do the sequel tonight where we're going to talk about that girl that was in that thing. But, John, I wanted to ask you real quick, have you watched this uh, this movie Death Note that's on uh, Netflix? I haven't watched it. I think I've decided I'm probably not going to, at least not until I, I watch the, the, the original series. Again, like I, I think I watched it like way long ago, and um, like it, before before I watched the remake, I watched I watched the original. And yeah, I, I haven't watched it either. I, I I saw it keeps popping up on my Netflix, you know, suggesting it to me, and I knew that you watched a lot of uh, anime back in the day, so I was going to ask you about it. And but it uh, the reviews that I'm seeing online say that it's not really all that great. <laughs> so. But it's yeah. just a movie, right? It's not a it's not a series. I know the original was a series, but this is just a movie, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of times when they take anime and try to turn it into live action, it doesn't I mean it it loses a feel, you know, anime has a certain feel anyway. So when you turn it into live action, I think it loses something in translation automatically. Right. Yeah. Are you not do what? Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I wasn't. Um, you know, I, I like I barely remember it. So I mean, I, it wasn't that high on my list. Yeah. Way back when. Um, so I'll. Me. 
<laughs> I, I did see some. Uh, I did see some stills today that they're uh, they're working on a live action version of the. What is it? The full alchemist. What is it called? The full alchemist. The full full, full metal. Full metal alchemist. Full metal alchemist. Yeah, they're doing a live action version of that probably for probably come out this time next year. Yeah, so. that could be amazing because that was, that was a really good series. Or, um, um, but it could also like you said. You said anime has a has a certain feel. That one in particular. That one really kind of walks this fine line between uh you know almost slapstick and like really deep drama and you know sci-fi and magic it's it's a really well constructed show so i'm i'm hoping that the uh um they, that that balance carries over yeah if they if they try to translate it so we'll see before we do our main topic uh i'm going to pull up the amazing fact generator and just break, <laughs> just break the ice with a few uh, random, random factoids. Uh, I'll do. I'll just do three tonight. Uh, one quarter of the bones in your body are in your feet. I can uh, tell. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, before aspirin was produced, ailing patients chewed the bark of white of the white willow tree, from which aspirin is derived to help alleviate fever and pain. I knew that. I had heard yeah. that. Yeah, I think I have heard that before. Uh, cocaine is also good for <laughs> good for those ailments. Um, I've heard that too. Yeah, most supermarkets place their bakery areas near the entrance because studies have shown that the aroma of fresh baked goods makes customers spend more money. Most of the grocery stores I go in don't have anything fresh. <laughs> it's all wrapped. It's all wrapped in plastic. You can't smell anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, our our the, the grocery chain that I'm uh, particularly fond of, Publix, which is in the southeast, yeah, um, and is gradually moving out into the country. And if y'all get a Publix, you will be very very happy. Oh yeah, we um, got one. But yeah, you know, familiar with Publix, we we make a beeline for the bakery every time we get there because they have a, a they give a free cookie to every kid. All right. they have, all you have yeah, to do is yeah. go up and ask for a cookie. So I can't pass a Publix without having to go in. Um, and, and yeah, you never smell anything coming from the bakery. Yeah, because as soon as it comes out of the oven, they wrap it in plastic and throw it out on the shelf. But mm-hmm. um, uh, before we had a Publix here in town, all we had as far as grocery stores was Walmart. And uh, Walmart got tired of giving every kid a cookie when they came through, so they just started <laughs> putting like a plate of cookies out. Well, then what happens, whenever you get there, wow. there's no cookies on the plate because the last kid got all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, all right, so we're going to talk about uh, that girl that was in that thing or that gal that was in that thing. Uh, These are actresses from TV and film, wonderful actresses that turn up in things over and over and over again. We don't always know their names. We recognize them when we see them. We know things that they're in. And uh, we're going to name off some of our our favorite ones tonight. Uh, They're not necessarily the leading lady. But we see them often enough for them to for their performances to to make a mark on us. So, uh, Rick, I'm going to start with you tonight. Okay, um, I, I I have to give you some uh, a warning to all y'all out there. Uh, I'm old, <laughs> and uh, uh, so most of mine are you know some of you younger listeners may be going scratching your head like who the hell is that? So I'm uh, pulling just... up Wikipedia as we speak. <laughs> 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 this oh, was a hard yeah, one. 
We should this let all a- the listeners know. Like, have have your Wikipedia ready. Was we learned yeah. last time? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The conversation isn't going to make any sense until you pull up a picture. And you go, <laughs> until oh, you see a picture. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, everyone should know who this person is, uh, but all right. I'll, I'll, okay. Her, <laughs> geez, sorry. Uh, her, her name is uh, Margaret Hamilton. And most people know Margaret Hamilton as the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But I actually didn't know her as the Wicked Witch until much later in my life when I realized that Cora, the Maxwell House coffee mascot <coughs> person, ad person, was Margaret Hamilton. Okay. Um, I think it was Maxwell House. Maybe it was... All right, maybe I've got to pull up Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, I also did this research three weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that. But she was all over TV and movies uh, in the in the fifties. Wait, who the hell is that? Why is my Bialik coming up? <laughs> oh no no no! Oh, that's the computer person. Mayim Bialik is oh. uh, Blossom, <laughs> Amy Farrah Fowler. Oh, yeah, I, there's okay. There's a there's a uh, one of the early computer coders for NASA who she created the code that got Apollo 11 to the moon uh, was also named Margaret Hamilton, and, oh, okay. and she looks a lot like Mayim Bialik in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but Margaret Hamilton, the actress. <laughs> uh, Oh wow, this is this is exciting radio, isn't it, folks? <laughs> um, it's all in the editing. It's fun. <laughs> she has a she has a very large uh, filmography. There's yeah. a lot of she's in a lot of stuff more than I realized. I knew all I knew was Wizard of Oz. She was severely Maxwell injured House. in the Wizard of Oz too. Well, she got burned, yeah, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, she got burned yeah. really bad in the scene in the Munchkin Land when she's supposed to, when she's supposed to go uh, down the, she's supposed to disappear, but obviously she just went down a little elevator and it got mm-hmm. stuck and she got burnt by the pyrotechnics that were going on around her. It's a miracle anyone survived that movie. There are so many horror stories. <laughs> Did you know that Buddy Ebsen was supposed to play the Tin Man? Yeah, and he got poisoned by the aluminum yeah, from the dust that they were using right. on his costume. The, yeah. Well, it was aluminum. And, and, aluminum uh, dust, yeah. Aluminum dust, and, and he was allergic to it, and he, he almost died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he and they just, was they, uh, they, and Jones. They, uh, oh, yeah, Jed, Jed Clampett. He, uh, he, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, was in the hosp- he was in the hospital, and they just recast him. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. okay, well, <laughs> we're moving on. That, that's how it was back then. They yeah. well, they hadn't started filming. It was just in the in the in the, the, yeah. the uh, uh, makeup tests, and so uh, anyway, Margaret Hamilton is my that gal that was in that thing, and I'll, I'll go be old now. <laughs> <laughs> she was on Sesame Street. Here's a picture of her with Oscar. Yeah, Oscar the Grouch. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. John, what's the first one on your list? Uh, oh, okay, that's this one. Um, Carrie Preston. Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, Preston. Uh, Carrie Preston, you might recognize her. She was Arlene on True Blood. Oh, okay. uh, she was on Percy Jervis, the redhead. She was, well, the older redhead waitress. 
not the younger redhead vampire waitress. Um, she was on Person of Interest. Uh, she's on The Good Wife, where she was on The Good Wife and now The Good Fight. Uh, she is married to uh, Michael Emerson, and on a lot of his show, Michael Emerson is um, Benjamin Linus. Yeah, and he yeah, was also on. Uh, yeah, from Lost. And uh, he was also on Person of Interest. So he, she, I think on on a couple of things I've seen her, she actually plays his love interest. So that's that's sweet. But yeah. she's um, uh, she she's one of those actresses that you kind of like. She's very distinctive, but um, I I did not know her name. <laughs> uh, and and you know I may forget her name a month from now. Um, but she, but she is, uh, she's like, she's a real actress and she like she plays comedy really well. She plays drama really well. She's, 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 uh, she's quirky and adorable. Um, so that's, she's my, she's my first pick. And she was on something very recently. I, I'm trying to remember what, I think it was a sitcom. She was, oh, she I was think, in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was, I think she played the, the wife to Patrick Warburton on that sitcom that lasted maybe one season. Uh, what is it? Is it crowded? I think that might be the name of it. Yes. Yeah. Crowded. She played, she, Mark, was, yeah. she played his wife even, and she was hilarious was on that yeah, too. Yeah. Um, now another sitcom that shouldn't have gotten canceled, but it did. <laughs> hey, can I ask you guys as a quick aside? Cause you mentioning yeah. Warburton reminded me of something. Have either of y'all tried to watch the new tick? We discussed in it a little fact, bit. We did it. We did like a mini episode last night that we're going. That I'm going to put out this weekend. And it's just. I mean, we just got together for like twenty, thirty minutes and just chatted about the defenders and and the tick. But ah, yeah, okay. we did. We did discuss it a little bit. Um, but as of the time that this came out, that this comes out, that will have been a month ago. So. <laughs> so uh, <Okay>. But <laughs> as of the time that this Tiny airs, I still. Me. I still have only watched two episodes, you know. But, I only uh, I only got four, and then I stopped. I, I just couldn't take it anymore. It was yeah, just no, not I was working. John, yeah. I, did, I, I I watched it. I can't. I mean, I liked a little bit of it, but for the most part, I just didn't really get into it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and watch a couple more and give it a, and give it another. There's only six episodes, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try. When what? I started episode three, I actually said to myself, "I hate this, but I want to watch one more." <laughs> and yeah. And then I watched I I watched I watched two more, and by the end I was just so sick of the arguing and the leave me alone no leave me alone no leave me alone no I was like <laughs> if that you know that would have been if they'd have reconciled that in a couple of episodes I probably would have been okay, but it just it just finally was like I'm done. Either these guys are working together or they're not. Just figure out what you're doing and call me when you're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the Warburton version that came out back in the early 2000s was a lot closer to the comic. It was uh, it was basically well, actually, like. Go ahead. This is a lot closer. Have you have you read the comic? No, I'm. I said comic. I meant cartoon. I had not okay, read the yeah, comic. Yeah. I did. Watch this the is actually a lot closer to the comic. Okay. But I'm not sure that 90s satire really works now. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm gonna go back. Sorry, and finish I, it. no, no, that's I liked fine. it. Hey, that's what this is all it. about. Yeah, John liked it, so um, I, w- I wouldn't say I loved it, um, and I, I I was not sold from the pilot. The pilot was okay, um, but it's 
I'd say probably be by. I think there's only there's only like six episodes, right? Yeah, um, I think that's right. Yeah. I think probably by the by the end of the third one, um, and they're only a half hour. You know, I, I just you know I'll just go ahead and clean my plate. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I, I laughed. I, I yeah. Um, which is really all I want from it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was, my was, my first pick. Is, my first pick is uh, Kim Dickens. And uh, this is a girl that you've you've both seen plenty of times, I'm sure, even if you don't remember her name. She's an Alabama native, and right now she's actually gaining uh, a lot of notoriety because uh, she's playing one of the lead roles in Fear the Walking Dead. She plays Maddie. And I first saw her when she was in uh, Sons of Anarchy. If you've seen the movie Gone Girl, she played the detective that was investigating Ben Affleck, and she's she's been on House of Cards for a while. I like her because she's got a great range. You know, she can she can play a lot of different kinds of characters. She can play the scared victim. She can be a strong mom. She can be a tough cop. You know, but uh, but yeah, Kim she's Dickens. She's pretty too. <laughs> I I she the uh, the only thing I, that I'm looking at her at her uh, page now. The only thing I've really seen her in. Well, I saw Hollow Man, but that was so long ago. Yeah, that was um, a while back. The uh, 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 Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. She was the mother of the lead boy. Oh, okay. Uh, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that yet, so you don't really need to, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I wanted it's, to like that movie so much. Yeah, you you think you're going in to like uh, Willy Wonka, but it's really more. Uh, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're they're little mutant kids, and it's yeah. As disturbing as that sounds, yeah, it looked like and, it was X Men. X Men meets Harry Potter, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't, I'm not sure good... who the audience was. I'm guessing like maybe twelve, thirteen year olds. Maybe it, yeah. it's a young adult novel series, so yeah, it's the it's the the preteens to early yeah. teens. And and Ava Green, I adored her so much in Penny Dreadful. Yeah, uh, and. I, I just couldn't figure out what the hell she was doing in Miss Peregrine. Just... <laughs> it's on yeah, HBO. Like... It keeps coming up because I, I watch. I usually watch HBO <laughs> mostly on the app because you know I watch it when I'm at, at my weekend job and stuff like that. And it keeps coming up that it's on there, and I keep getting tempted to just watch it. And I end up. Watching I don't think Ms. you'll Sopranos hate it. Instead. It's okay. <laughs> it it's not painful or anything. It's just. Yeah. It's, it's just welcome. meh. Worth watching once. Yeah. Once. <laughs> okay. Rick, what's the what, next one on your list? Uh, okay. Minnie Mouse. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little more current. This one's a little more current. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if she qualifies as a that gal who was in that thing, but she shows up on all the lists that I could find. So, uh, Alfre Woodard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's, yeah. Um, now... She first showed up on my radar as um, oh I'm blanking I'm a bad Star Trek fan. Oh, uh, yeah, who did she uh, play in Contact. Star Trek First Contact? I'm trying to remember her name. Oh, I don't remember her name. <laughs> uh, oh hell! <laughs> look it up. I got Wikipedia uh, open here. I'll look it up. Yeah. If I can. I shouldn't have to. I'm so. Star Trek First Contact. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cast. 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 Uh, well, where's the cast list? We'll find it first. Oh, she was in Cape. Oh, she was in the core. Oh, Alfrey, no. Oh, yeah, she was all over. The- she was in a lot of stuff. Uh, she, oh, she was in Star Trek, but it doesn't say who she played. Um, it says James Cromwell and man, yeah, I don't see it. her name's not. At least her name's not popping out to me here. If it... Lily Sloan, Lily, that's it. Okay, Lily. yeah, Lily. That's okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so she she was she was Lily in in uh, First Contact, and it's if you really if you're okay. First of all, if you're a Star Trek fan, you probably own the DVD for First Contact or the Blu-ray. Uh, but unless you're uber geek like me, you haven't listened to the director's commentary. You need to because hearing Jonathan Frakes talk about Alfre Woodard because they they were friends for like going way back. Uh, what the hell is that? Skype is showing asking if you search for Ellen Pompo, would this article be relevant? Why you are know, you I, asking I, me this? I was about to say <laughs> mine. I, I don't think it was Skype. I think it was Wikipedia because mine came up at the right right oh, before okay. you said that. Mine came up and said, if you search for the article, Babe, would this be <laughs> relevant? And I said, No. Oh. I mean, yeah, James you know Cromwell what? was in both of them, but <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking at these up on uh, Wikipedia. I'm, I'm doing uh, IMDb. Okay. So um, it looked, it looked like it came down out of that little Skype window that lives in the corner of your of yeah. my screen. My so I thought Skype was right, and I was like, "What? And why is it asking me about this <laughs> pig movie?" <laughs> okay. But anyway, pig um, movie was awesome. <laughs> yes, I, I almost became a vegetarian after Babe, but then, then I remembered I like meat. <laughs> uh, watch, watch Okja. Might, <laughs> might, uh, might seal the deal. Okay, um, but she's been in tons of stuff. Uh, she was, and the reason I thought of her was because if you saw Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. She was one of the big bads in Luke Cage, and she is. I didn't want to hate her because I love Lily Sloan, but damn, she's a good villain because she's yeah. so smooth about it. And yeah, I can't ex- go ahead. You, you know, most villains don't think of themselves as villains, and and you know, she certainly fits that. But it's almost like she didn't even realize she was the villain, or even perceived as a villain until you know almost the end of the series. Yeah. Yeah. Until she realized she was in so deep that there was no going yeah. back. And, uh, and then, and then she, she just, then she just she embraced. really embraced it. Yeah. <laughs> I kept expecting her to pop. She didn't, she didn't die at the end of Luke Cage. Did she? That's no. Spoilers. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think so. So I, I kept expecting her to pop up in the defenders, but I guess they couldn't afford her and Sigourney Weaver. At the same time. Yeah. So. Well, they, they mention her, but they don't. Yeah. 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 All right. John, what's the next one on your list? Um, well, I'll, just, uh, I'll just do a quick word about uh, Elfie Woodard. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, I think I first saw her, um, and I'm I'll, I'm scrolling back, I'm scrolling down through, and I think the first thing that I remember seeing her in was um, uh, Mandela. She she played um, Minnie Mandela, Winnie Mandela, and. Um, it's like TV movie, TV movie, TV movie, TV movie, TV movie, <laughs> and that's what I remember her from. Like from the '80s, she was just all over the place because the, you know, there, there was there was a limited, <laughs> <laughs> there was a limited pool of um, accomplished, well, that 
they would choose from, I should say, of accomplished black actresses. Yeah. And you know, she, she, she showed up a lot. And um, the other big thing I remember her from is uh, Scrooged. She was, she yeah. was uh, oh, yeah. Tiny Tim's mom in Scrooged. <laughs> All right. Uh, my second choice, Elizabeth Mitchell. Do you know the name? I, I think I should. The name. Elizabeth Mitchell was Juliet on Lost. Oh, okay. Uh, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was Rachel on Revolution. She was like the uh, the Ice Queen on a Once Upon a Time a couple of seasons ago. She was in V. Like it's maybe like uh like four or five years ago, she was like all over the place. Yeah, she was and in Santa she, Claus two and three. She played Mrs. Claus <laughs> in those movies. <laughs> yeah, so she she she's the she's the um um beautiful yet gritty hard ass um take no prisoners um uh i don't i don't do i need to build no you know what i'm not gonna say that i'm not gonna say it um it's it's an acronym (laughs) (laughs) it's an acronym that's that's really not politically it starts with an m it does (laughs) it does um and I mean it as a compliment, but I'm sure wouldn't she wouldn't she probably wouldn't want to hear that from me. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so so she yeah she a lot of times she plays uh, like that that you know she, like deceptively strong um, women, and she she's usually on the right side. She's usually like the underdog. Um, uh, the, you know, she literally. A revolutionary and revolution um but uh yeah like she like it was one of those she, that's another one whose who's face you see everywhere and I, and I could not and maybe just their names are just very common maybe that's, maybe that's what it is well, i think that one Elizabeth. one thing that got her because she was she had a big role in lost and lost was a very successful show but then she followed that up with a lead role in v which did not succeed and uh, and then she was, was she got the lead role in Revolution, which also didn't last very long. And I think that yeah. kind of hurt her because she you haven't seen her much since then. She's been in a few things, but not where she probably would have been if V had really taken off. They thought it was going to. Well, yeah, there's um, <clears throat> well, she, she, yeah, she was in Revolution and uh, she did Once Upon a Time. Yeah, she she was like the big bad and one. You know, they split their seasons. Yeah, she so had one half episode. Yeah, yeah. So one half season of Once Upon a Time, Crossing Lines. I don't know that series from. She's on the Expanse. She's got a she recurring is. role on the Expanse. That's what it says. It doesn't say what her name is. Oh, it's next year. It should be on next season. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't remember her at all. I wouldn't remember. Her. <laughs> um, 2018. So. Yeah, and some series called Dead of Summer, which I don't know. Which was last year, but apparently she was. Um, she did several episodes of that too. Um, yeah, so I I wish her well. <laughs> and I apologize for the thing I almost said. <laughs> After these messages, Hey, we're the Millennial Falcon Podcast, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. We're hosted by Anya Crittenton, Hai Chen Bui, and Willoughby Dobbs. 
the three of us met in college, bonding over Game of Thrones and Disney. While we've moved past Game of Thrones, we now bond once a week in a podcast that covers everything from superheroes to musicals to summer reading to Pokemon Go. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Falcon Podcast and listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Come for the hot takes, stay for the snark and puns. And the friendship that lasts forever. Hey everyone, I'm Christopher DeFilippis. My name is Skipper Martin. And you might know us as the hosts of 112263, an events podcast. But Skipper and I are here to announce our new podcast, which will be all about the new Hulu series, Castle Rock. Not only are we going to be covering the TV show, but we're going to be covering the Stephen King books and characters that seem to be somehow tied into the TV show. Not to mention TV movies and other theatrical movies, even the bad ones. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it, right, Chris? Yep, we're going to do it all. So watch this space subscribe 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 and we will be dropping our first episode in no time it's about a certain murderous clown can't wait can't wait (laughs) follow the castle rock tv podcast on facebook twitter and instagram at crtv pod visit our website at crtvpodcast.com and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash crtvpod. The Castle Rock TV podcast is a Fractured Entertainment to Flipside Media production. Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we're the hosts of the World War G podcast. And we know Sean and John do great things, but if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life, a little bit more geek in your week, then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com where we talk about everything from movies and television, comic books and video games. Check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com. Back to you, Sean. is serious let's cure it cause we're running out of time it's all so beautiful relationships they seem from the start but it's also deadly when love is not together from the My next one is, uh, this is a lady that has become more famous in the last 10 years or so because, uh, for a long time she was, she was the woman from Knocked Up. She was in, it's Leslie Mann. Uh, she had a long string of appearances where she played, uh, like the leading lady's best friend. But over the last few years, she's actually been the leading lady a few times. You know, granted, it's usually in Judd Apatow movies because she's married to him. (laughs) So that helps. But um, she's really a a, a really funny woman. Uh, The first time that I remember seeing her, she was in George of the Jungle back in 1997. That was a pretty underrated movie. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. A good, I was working at the theater that time. I think I saw that movie like ten times because <laughs> I had to stand in the back of the theater and wait to wait to clean up and <laughs> and all that. <laughs> and uh, after that, she kind of fell off the radar for a while, at least in the things that I watch. But uh, I, I saw her last in the comedian with. Uh, Robert De Niro, which is not a good movie, but she was good in it. Uh, <laughs> she has a she has a way of delivering lines that just make them funnier, especially if she's in a scene where she gets to be angry because she's really funny when she's playing angry and frustrated. <laughs> but yeah, Leslie Mann, and she made uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the Adam Sandler movie that he made with Seth Rogen. She made it watchable. <laughs> Wow, there's a one-two punch of I'll never watch it. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it because all, all I remember is it was a Judd Apatow movie. And oh, three the, strikes, um, it's funny out. People? Funny people? Yeah, funny people. Yeah, he played he played Wait, a comedian. The name of it, but it was something like that. He played a comedian and Seth Rogen, and he was like terminally ill or whatever, and Seth Rogen was like his protege. But what I remember mainly about that movie is that it just went on for way too long. You know, it was a comedy. It should have been about 90 minutes and ended up being over two hours. You know, so there was a lot of things that movie should have been <laughs> like not funny, made. funny comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. <clears throat> you know, I'm noticing something here, gentlemen. If you take all of your choices so far and like put them next to each other, you'd be hard pressed to tell the difference between them. Yeah. Uh, well, y'all have y'all have type. Well, you know, <laughs> not my. I think, well, we haven't got to my next one. My next one's a bit different. <laughs> um, well, I, that is part of I think why. Well, no, my Carrie Preston redhead. You spot her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's saying that. She was she's saying different. that. Because um, Lord knows actresses never change their hair color. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, yeah, go ahead exactly. with your next one, Rick. Uh, okay, um, here's another one that, to a certain group of people listening to this show, she is not a that person. Who the hell is that? But um, Louise Fletcher. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Started off. We all know her. Well, she nurse, her uh, first nurse big role was Nurse Ratchet in. Yeah. The day, uh, the day the earth stood still. Good lord, what the heck is wrong with me? <laughs> one flew over the cuckoo's One flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> very different movie. This is a very yes, different very, movie. very different. <laughs> but still lots of syllables in the title. So. Right. Um, and then, uh, you know, she played, she was in a bunch of stuff in between. And then she absolutely nailed it as Kai Wynn in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah. yeah. She plays evil 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 people so well <laughs> and she does it and she's not just that you know like mustache twirling <laughs> she's like the 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 condescending you know well what did you think you were doing there dear kind of you know absolutely i'm so much better than you and yet everything i've heard about her is that she's an absolute sweetheart off the off the screen yeah and she's been working since her earliest credit Going all the way back to 1958, and is she still working? I think she's still working. Yeah, yeah she's she, girl boss. Yeah, I was gonna say she's. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Showtime series Shameless. Nope. Um, that show, in my opinion, that show is hilarious. It's filthy, but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> she plays uh, William H Macy plays a very uh, 
bad person, <laughs> you know, <laughs> drug addict, drunk, and all this kind of stuff. But he's like the patriarch of the family. Anyway, she plays his mother in a few episodes of that, and uh, and she's even worse than he is. <laughs> and she's she's pretty hilarious in it too. <laughs> but I adore her. Anytime, anytime she's in something, it just it just raises the level of it. Uh, and she's just so you, you just love to hate her. Yeah. Okay. John? Okay. Um, you'll be pleased to know, Rick, my next pick does not look like my other picks. <laughs> um, it's Erica Alexander. Erica. Um, Erica with a K. Um, the first time I saw her, she was uh, she was Cousin Pam on um, uh, The Cosby Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, came, you know, she came in like later series, um, like maybe couple of seasons before the show ended and she um she did a couple of things between after that and then she landed one of the one of the lead roles on living single Mm -hmm. which was um uh which the big show in the 90s it was about uh four women (laughs) that were single and they lived together um she was back on living single that show was that show was great um that show lasted i think four years four or five years yeah yeah, and um, then she's in a whole bunch of stuff. She's worked pretty consistently. Uh, Law and Order SVU, Half and Half, Seventh Heaven, ER, CSI, Numbers, CSI. She's got a type. Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> All the procedurals you would ever want. Um, and the oh, she's on Last Man Standing. Which I still haven't seen. Yeah, she played uh, the neighbor. Yeah, yeah. But and, she was in uh, Get Out this year. And she was in Get Out, right? She was. Yeah, she was and amazingly, she who, looks. Who laughed at him. She, yeah, <laughs> she looks the same now, basically. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah did I was in the nineties. You know, she's. I was, you know, on a little IMDb page. Her, her she was born in sixty nine. So yeah. she's was that forty eight. Careful, careful. Born in, <laughs> born in. Yeah. Just careful what you say now. <laughs> I'm saying, 1969. I don't make the rules. It's a number. <laughs> yeah, she'd be yeah, about what? That's like oh, what? 48, 49. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, 49, yeah. And and she looks, you know. Yeah. If this picture yeah. is not heavily photoshopped, she is oh. wow. <laughs> I, I had to um, I had uh, to restrain uh, myself from making a noise when I brought up this picture because I'm like, whoa. Yeah, yeah this picture uh, is it the Comic Con picture. It's the one on her IMDb page. Oh, okay. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Yeah. There's a picture of her at Comic-Con that's taken in 2012. But yeah, she looks pretty much the same as she did when she was she, on uh, Living Scene. She, she does. As, as the as the African-American member of this crew, I can't say black don't crack. <laughs> so, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. All right, my next one does not look like the the rest of my picks either. Uh, <laughs> Regina King, Regina King. Oh, well, oh yeah. Uh, I know it makes me sound old, but I, I've I've really been watching Regina King since, since she was a teenager. She's just a little bit older than I am, but she played the teenage daughter on two two seven back in the late eighties. Yeah, and uh, I mean she wasn't like anything special on that show. She was just the teenage daughter. That's basically it. But um, then she turned up as a. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s uh, wife in Jerry Maguire, 
And I was like, hey, that's the girl from 227. <laughs> and uh, over the years, she's turned up again and again. And she's proven to me, at least, that she's she's a really good actress. She played on Southland. Uh, she's been on American Crime and The Leftovers. Those are probably her biggest roles, those three shows. Oh, my God. She was the one they had to apologize to in The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the professor, yeah, or the head of the, yeah. Yeah. She, uh She's made guest appearances on every like yeah everything from Northern Exposure to Big Bang Theory and uh, I think her best work was on American Crime because that show really let its uh, its actors explore their ability because every season was a different story and it's a whole different set of characters but they use the same pool of actors so she got to play a different person every season and uh, they always she she's got so much expression in her eyes if you watch if you watch a show that she's that she's in, you'll notice that they always get a lot of close-ups of her face and really focus on her eyes a lot uh, because she has this way of acting where she can show you in her eyes what her character is thinking and feeling, even if the words coming out of her mouth may not be doing a, a good enough job of portraying it. But um, the directors take advantage of that. Go back and watch a few episodes of American Crime or The Leftovers, and you'll see what I'm talking about, tons of close-ups of... Uh, of Regina King, but she, yeah, she's definitely on my list. Okay, this is uh, it, I'm, I'm on the IMDb page. Yeah. Yes. And you know, I've got the the they've got the actor's headshot at the top, and then underneath there's sometimes there's some pictures, and there's a picture of her sitting across the table from Trevor Noah on The Daily Show, and you put your mouse over it, you know, you get that little hypertext comes up, mm-hmm. and it says Regina King and Trevor Noah in The Daily Show, 1996. Seems unlikely. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry, John. I, I totally somebody, jumped on yeah, you there. <laughs> somebody, uh, yeah, probably credited that photo incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, she's 46 years old, so she, she she's six years older than I am. But yeah, <laughs> she's been around for a while. I mean, she's been acting since she was in her teens. So. Yeah, um, I got two fun facts. About okay. uh, Regina King. Well, one's sort of about Regina King. Uh, Marla Gibbs, who was the lead in uh, 227, yeah. um, is actually my, I think, second cousin. Oh, really? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Can you get her on this uh, show? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, she plays both Huey and Riley Freeman on the animated uh, show The Boondocks. Oh, okay. She she's she both the kids. I've never seen the Boondocks. Oh, dude! Heard of it. Yeah, I used to see the, the the comic strip. I never saw the show. The show does the comic strip justice. Cool. Uh, all right, all right. Rick, what's the next one on your list? Uh, we, got, we probably got time to let's <laughs> let's do uh, let's do one more, and then if we got any honorable mentions, we'll throw them out too. Okay, uh, my my the last one on my list. Um, and actually, let me see what she's up to these days. Um, you may notice a trend, because that's why I'm the host of Starbase 66. So, like, uh, was she on Star Trek, Rick? Actually, want? no. She was not on Star Trek. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the actress's name is Linda Hunt. And oh, sure. she first came to the notice of the nerd world by playing the shout out mapes in uh, David Lynch's Dune. David Lynch? Yeah, David Lynch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she is 
a she's not like a, a, a midget or, or a dwarf. She's just tiny. She's like four and a half feet tall or something like that. And you it just like after Dune, she started showing up in everything. Yeah. And she's one and now she's in uh NCIS Los Angeles. Uh, and I think she's plays oh, she lady, plays like yeah. one of the bosses in that, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah she's um, yeah, oh, she's the main character on there. Ed, Edna in uh in The Incredibles is patterned after her, I think. At least she this, ac- at least actually she's not actually she says that she's not. But, oh really? Yeah, because I thought about putting her on my list too and I and I read something that says that she's not really supposed to be her. But she looks an awful lot like her. Yeah. <laughs> I think somebody's just not saying that. <laughs> it's not her doing her voice. I know that. So. No, uh, no, I know that. It's, yeah. like, it's the it's the director actually, isn't it? Um, Bird. But but she's wonderful. I love her work. Uh, I you know, unfortunately, she tends to do stuff that I haven't seen or that I generally won't see. But apparently, she's also been in like done voice work in every God of War video game. Um, oh, she's the narrator. Okay, yeah, because she's got an awesome voice. Uh, she would. She's like the female Mako when it comes to <laughs> voice work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first thing I remember saying her in was a Silverado. I remember pouring her drink, pouring the guy's drinks at the end. Oh, wow. She was in Space Rangers. Did you guys ever see that one? That sounds familiar. It, no, it got no, about no. six episodes. It came out in 1993, and it was awful. <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it, was, it was fun too because they had a um, oh wow, I wish I could remember her name. The the one of the the they're like security chief slash engineer or something like that is this uh really tall not Stacy Scoggins no, anyway uh really tall woman um, so it's hilarious that that. Linda Hunt was in there because, yeah, oh yeah, it got it literally got six episodes. Show all it, it got six <laughs> episodes. I was I was just being facetious, but yeah, it only got six. Um, it was it was dreadful, and even in 1993, I was like, wow, this show is really bad. Um, but uh, it was fun too. Yes. Okay. All right, John, what you got? All right, this is my last pick, uh, Steph. Stephanie Weir. And she was actually the first one I thought of, but I didn't know how to look her up. <laughs> because, like, I, I like she, she, she always plays the kind of crazy person, but I couldn't think of a particular show that she was in. But, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, she was in, I guess she was, she was on Mad TV, she was on Castle, she was on The Comedians. Uh, let's see what else do I know her from. Weeds, oh, Flash yeah. Forward, Big Day. Like she's appeared on a whole lot of stuff, but usually like just for an episode or two. Um, and she's on um, uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. She usually plays crazy. Yeah, yeah. She got the crazy. She's really eyes. good at being she crazy. Yeah, <laughs> she got the crazy eyes. And I like, <clears throat> you know, you you were saying Rick about a type. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, that's it's her, and it's, not, <laughs> and it's not like she's my type, like she's my type. But as far as like um, the the actresses whose name and face I can't ever quite place because they look almost generic, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still kind of distinctive. Like, she, like I said, she was the first one I thought of, and she was the hardest one for me. <laughs> the hardest <laughs> one for me to identify. So, yeah, she, she fits this category to a T. Okay. And I think she's fine. All right. My last one is I've got two here and I don't know which one I want to go at. All right, I'll, I'll I'll do one and then I'll just throw out the honorable mention for the other one. But uh, Carrie Coon, uh, she hasn't really been around that long as far as being in things that we would have seen. She's been on Broadway for like the last twenty years, but she wasn't in a movie until she was in Gone Girl with uh, Ben Affleck. She played his sister in that movie. Uh, but in the last couple of years, she's been playing one of the leads on The Leftovers. And uh, she played Nora Dunn on The Leftovers, and who is an incredibly flawed person, uh, may or may not be manic depressive. You know, uh, you can tell she came across her 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 weird her weirdness honestly because number one, her brother, uh, in uh, the character on the show that she's playing, her brother was Matt, who is played by Christopher Eccleston, and he he was a crazy preacher screaming about the end of the world, and she lost her husband and her children when everyone vanished. Oh right, right you know right. so. So, yeah, she plays that part really well. And she was also in this past season of Fargo. She was reading that. She played a police officer working on a murder, but she was also a mom. And I felt like her performance of that character was flawless because she would, when she was being one, she was totally being that. If she was being the cop, she was totally being the cop. But when she went home to her son, she was mom, you know. And uh, and it was it was a really good performance. And then um, my honorable mention is Edie McClurg Ooh. from uh, and most people know her as the the uh, secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off and oh yeah he's is, a her voice dude. has been in, yeah he's <laughs> a righteous dude and most recently she's been in stuff like Wreck-It Ralph and Zootopia you know she's still lending her voice to things but she's she's been around forever and she's been in everything but, <laughs> but yeah uh, you guys have any others you want to throw out before we close out uh, no, I'm done. Okay. Nope, I, I was hard pressed to come up with five. Four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's pretty much going to do it for this episode. I want to thank uh, Rick. Thank you for being here tonight. My pleasure. Thank you. And John, as always. Yeah, man. And I want to remind you guys that uh, by the time this episode comes out, which will be a, the first week or so of uh, October, by the time this comes out, we will be in the middle of making uh, Simply Syndicated's Discovery After Show. You're going to find it over at simplysyndicated.com and all the usual places, iTunes and all that kind of stuff. I want you to go check it out. Watch Star Trek Discovery and then check us out a couple of days later. We'll be doing an in-depth, uh, spoiler-filled discussion of each episode. And uh, as far as this show... You can find us on our website at CosmicPotato.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play. Uh, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Leave us a rating and review. And if you want to get in touch with us, you'll find us on Facebook and Twitter and our email at mail at CosmicPotato.com. And thanks for listening. Be sure to join us next time on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say... Uh, Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> John's like, I forgot hashtag, I was supposed to say something. Uh, hashtag Cosmic Potato. Hashtag uh, the other Sean John. Uh, uh, hashtag Rick and Nerdy. Hashtag uh, ooh, Wars Gate Trek All Stars. Uh, uh, uh. Hashtag uh, Tar This Is How We Do It. Hashtag Big Damn Heroes. Hashtag 
not the cast you deserve, but the podcast you need. Hashtag Will Wheaton <laughs> says hi. Hashtag he doesn't really say hi. Hashtag that's all, folks. 